Back again, back again. This is You Get Podcast, episode 87. Um, 13 away from 100, the unlucky 13. Um, you're here with Melly. Rizzy. Ed. Uh, welcome back, everyone. And apologies for missing a week. Apologies, this is coming out late. I'm actually recording this on Monday night. Um, all bad, you know. Uh, we actually really ain't got a good excuse as to why we missed last week. But we're here. We're late, but we're here, you know, as Ashanti said, not always. Wait, what did she say again? I'm not always there when you call. Oh, no, I fucked up. I fucked up completely. Uh, <laughs> no. I don't mess up. But always yeah, we're, well, we're here, we're here, we're here. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, it'll be good to catch the listeners up on what you've been up to for the last two weeks. Ed, Ed what have you been up to? Well, life is just long. It's been calm, just busy, man. Bare things going on. Is, 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 is it still work? It's still work. Is this no, 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 it's not work, man. Work, work's pattern right now, man. Work, oh, they got, they got, they got the blood out the stone. They got the blood out the stone. Normal, <laughs> Can't be killing me for too long. <laughs> no, just life in it, but no complaints. Keep it moving. Nothing really to share, to be honest. Ah, uh, um, Riz, you you've had a productive uh, couple of weeks. Uh, care to share? Uh, just yeah. Not not much really, just working as usual. You know? Oh yeah. Um going into going to Illuminati parties. I wouldn't call it that, but yeah, I went to um a TikTok Black History event. Just been keeping my eye open for black history motives. And yeah, mm. just pretty much went there to network and just connect with creatives from all over. Okay. But yeah, that, that was very interesting. Um. So, was it what was the what was the demographic like at this TikTok event in terms of like age profile and like what was it? What was it? Most of the creatives were young people, like you know, below twenty five. Wow, you hear that, everyone? Yeah. He said young people yeah. are below twenty five. So if you're over twenty five, plus thirties on the way out, you know. <laughs> like, you know, like when Instagram first came about, and you know the oldies were still using Facebook. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've gathered that Instagram <laughs> is the new Facebook now, and it's part of Facebook, isn't it? So, yeah, and TikTok is the new Instagram. Mm. But yeah, just um, yeah, that was that was a nice discovery. I didn't really understand that until recently. I hear you, um, but yeah, did you um, did you feel and like TikTok the old about for three years? Yeah, yeah like, a lot of these companies are, are brand new. Like um, Snap just celebrated like their ten year anniversary. I was like, ten years, shit! Like that's crazy that it didn't exist like twelve years ago. Like there was no concept of it. Right. So when I hear stuff like TikTok, it's three years old. It's like it's like a hyper growth, but it's like it's all about the staying power. It's all about staying power right now. How long can you be at the top? Because yeah. some some people listen to this podcast, they don't know that you know. You had to pay someone or find someone to do your MySpace page. They don't know that. No, literally. So pay someone to do what? No, like you there were people that was making money from actually designing MySpace pages. Like it was a hustle. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The people like designing their what? I'm like, yeah, like that was real. Like MySpace. Well, MySpace. Yeah, ah, it was like it was a Black mini, Black. it was crazy. Like you have your own little mini website, MySpace based on the music you like. So um, yeah. It's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a relaunch of it, to be fair. Um, speaking of which, yeah. <laughs> speaking of which, 
Speaking of which, I think I saw in the news somewhere that Facebook are looking to rebrand their name. Uh, this is because of uh, an article about how, you know, they have recently had a whistleblower. I don't know if you guys knew about this, but uh, a Facebook employee came out. It was basically like, in Facebook know what's going on around the world. They know that it's, it's, it's dividing us, et cetera, et cetera. And they don't care because it, it does, like, they, all they care about is the bottom line. So she came out and blew the whistle on that Edward Snowden stuff. And, um, yeah, you know, Facebook are now being kind of put to the fire about that. Yo, basically, your brand is tarnished, you know. You're affiliated with just everything wrong with the world. Um, so yeah, they they're looking at a potential rebrand. I don't know whether it'll go through, but I was gonna ask you, man, if you were in that room as head of uh marketing, what would be your your uh your recommendations for a rebranded name of Facebook? What well, as in what a name for them? Yeah, brand new name. Boy. Crickets, crickets. This is why you guys are they, are they paying me to rebrand them? So Ed is holding back. I've got a name for them. I've got a name for them. What would it be? Would they, be? they should rebrand themselves as suppression. Mm. That's what they're doing. Wow. They'll be, they'll be, they'll be, you know, changing up the algorithms, messing up with um, business owners' lives. They'll just be hyping up. So, Influencers with that don't provide any value but look beautiful. So mm. like suppression. That's, it should be called a suppression book. Suppression book. Uh, yeah. cool. This guy's we'll, we'll send it to we'll send it to the um Mark Zuckerberg and see what he says. Suppression book. But uh, you know, I don't think they'll pick it, but you never know. You never know. Um, you man, I want to talk to you about something actually. Yeah. So Rizzy, you're 30 already. I know you hear us. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. You gonna lead <laughs> you gonna lead with that? <laughs> I know you hate it. I know you no, hate it. calm. It's calm. I got told I looked twenty four the other day. You got told calm, you got because mm. <laughs> you're doing squeaky squeaky with your hair. I told you four. Mm. So that's that's why that's why he grew his hair to use sponge again. Okay, I see. Um, but yeah, obviously that's I'm on the road to I'm on the road to thirty soon. Yeah. And one thing I've always said is like I think we've had a discussion about age before where I'm not really fast to like. Uh, I don't care. I feel like I'm a spring chicken still. I don't feel like I'm old. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with my age. You know what I'm saying? But one thing I have realized recently is I've been, what's the word? Um, reflecting a lot more. And I've always been someone that reflects in general anyways, but some, I feel like I'm in overdrive right now, just looking about stuff I've done, et cetera, et cetera, as I get to that age. Do you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, like, are you, man, happy right now? Would you say you're happy with where you are in this stage of your lives yeah. that you are now? Bro, it's Monday evening, fam. What's going on? This you guy went Dr. Me. Phil. We're sharing, isn't it? I am. Yeah. I'm happy. Um, I'm happy with the things that I've learned and the things that I've experienced. I'm actually very happy. Um, yeah. Would you say um, you're on the path you want to be on? Yeah. That's a good answer to hear, man. I just think that maybe my only issue is that, you know, I'm impatient. I become, I I am, I've realised that I'm impatient. And, you know, um, I think instant gratification is 
is what is that's the problem like it's instant gratification i think we've, we've been manipulated to become you know that way where it's like you want that gratification instantly like good things take time to build great things you know it takes time anything worth having doesn't come overnight and i feel like this fast-paced digital world that we live in it, it will have you feel like you know oh things can be done overnight or you want you know it's pretty much greed when you think about it well mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's like got a roof over my head you know i'm warm like i'm i'm on my path i'm following my purpose yeah just be patient mm-hmm. but i'm happy i'm happy definitely and you, Melly? Yeah, I'll probably say I'm happy. Probably I am happy. Um, just given the context of things, like life is great. You mm. know, um, and I think that's one of the biggest things when people ask themselves that question. Give the context of things um, because your context is different to everyone else's. Um, and mm. what I find may make life great, you may not find that, you know. Um, so 100%, life is great. Um, I don't complain about where I am because I think I saw a saying. I saw a saying about ah, when you get to where you wanted to go, you would then finally appreciate why it took so much time. So at the time of the journey, you'd be like, oh, bro, it's, well, I'm, I'm not where I want to be. But more time, when you get to where you want to be, you look back and say, oh, shit, these things had to happen this way me to be in a, either in a mindset or in a place where I could allow this thing to happen because you realise you know, if I didn't go through those years I could have never got to where I am today so more yeah. time, so for me yeah 100%, 100% but um, just back to the whole like you know you approaching 30, I think it's just, it's just the start it's just the start you know it's just the start of you you coming to yourself I think it's a yeah. very very young age um, if you think about what you've done in the last 30 years 18 of that was just you know, being potty trained and going to school system and institution, you only really escaped that. You've only lived, you've only really lived for the last nine years since you graduated university. Yeah. Really, without an institution. You understand? That's That's without true. an institution. So that's just my okay. thing. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, basically, I'm trying to say 30, I'm cheating. The 30 years old is the new nine year old. You get me? So, <laughs> so I'm See, me, like I said, I'm not really fussed about the age. I don't feel old. I feel like I've got a lot of life left to live i've never mm. really been one that's stuck by age but i feel like me and my boy we've been calling it the 30th tour it's mm. everyone's 30th birthday every week we're going to the 30th birthday every week and just like mm. shit we're all growing and obviously um friend of the show dami she recently had her birthday happy birthday dami and yeah. we're just discussing it's crazy like in such a short time especially after uni it's like time has seems to fly by mm. you know what i'm saying and now even recently i've just found myself questioning choices paths i've made etc etc and what with myself i'm very very content i've always felt like i've always ended up where i needed to be mm-hmm. i've had yeah. great times i'm not really complaining about my life at all mm. but i do feel like i feel myself looking at my childhood my mm. teenhood and now as I'm adulting, like choices I've made, why did I make those choices? 
And I find it interesting that it's like, there's a lot of things we weren't prepared for. And we've made choices now. If I went back in time, I might do a few things differently here and there. And I'm just like, it's crazy. Even now, with all the experience I have, there's still choices I feel like are automatic that I'm still not prepared for. I'm just making as I go along, going with mm. vibes, going mm. with the life as it treats you. So I think it's crazy. Like I feel like, can you ever be truly prepared for this life, this journey we're walking? Um, you can't. You can't be prepared for the unknown. But for me, I think that's the that's that is why life is very unique. It's a unique human experience, you know, um, compared to any other living organism on the planet. You know that you know we, our life is not exactly a straight cycle that you know you go out etc. You know we've got so many different variations in, in how we live from day to day. Um, I think for me personally, I think there's that's the beauty in it, man. I think you know every day you go through prepares you for the next. Um, same way you know you may walk here and you're like, oh shit, I shouldn't have gone that way. Tomorrow you won't. So it's always preparing. It's always that. And I think. Um, I think if you're prepared for everything, you don't you don't feel that exhilarating thing that life gives you. Honestly, nothing will be exhilarating if you're prepared for everything. Um, I think the only thing you can stop, you, the only stuff you, as a as a person as a responsibility is knowing that you can't be underprepared. That mm-hmm. for me, I think that's that's what the 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 psychology of most people need to to go towards in terms of am I prepared for this or are you underprepared? That's that's the real thing because underpreparation, that's when you, your life can go left and you're you're taking setbacks and you know people get anxiety about that. But for me, it's like nah, things people are getting anxiety because they feel like they're not prepared enough. I'm like yo, nah, you know what I'm saying? Everyone's journey is unique. You know the person that you think is prepared is not prepared. You know so just enjoy it. Enjoy it, man. Like enjoyment, no matter what at what age you're turning. But I think it's all about turning the psychology to to really, really enjoy what you're going through right now. Because you'll look back in in another fifteen years time and say, I should have really enjoyed my time in my my twenties, my thirties. I should have really, really embraced it rather than worrying where I'm going to be in ten years time. Because I know I did that in my twenties. I was living la vida loca. You know, I wasn't thinking about oh. I should put and 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 that may have impacted me in certain ways. Maybe if I was a 19-year-old that was dead set on being super serious and saying, okay, you know, I need to put things in place for when I'm 30. But I didn't think like that. I didn't think like that. And do I look back then and say, would I change anything? Hell no. Because the life experience that, and I shared some of them with you, man. I wouldn't sell it for the world. You couldn't pay me to give them back. You couldn't pay me to give them back. So Actually, you could pay me for some of them, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's it's, it's life, man. Life. What's it? What does future say? Life is great. Um, is I know great. we do this at one point every like six months, every year. I don't know for as long as we do the podcast, but we would say, what would you give advice to your younger self? So, if those three things, lessons you could give right now, you can make it short if you want to. What would it be? Uh, don't 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 be um. Don't be stingy with your um, attention, man. You know, that's one thing I would say. And what I mean by that is, you know, be be open. Be open to 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 new people and don't be so protective of like, this is my gang, these are my people, these are the only people I'm gonna go, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. that would have been that would have been my thing, for better or for worse. You know, I, I see people that, you know, they've got such a 
such a broad range of life experiences because of the different thing, the different people they've they've gotten to know. And I've been lucky enough that I've gotten to know the right people where I could go on unique life experiences. But that was by chance, not by, by yeah. design. And I guess for me, by design, I wish at university, I was that guy that was like, hey, you from a county I can't even name in Wales, you know, let's let's get to know each other. And if there was a click, there was a click. And then now I've got a friend in Wales and just stuff like that. I wish I'd done that. I really didn't do that. I'll be honest. I really didn't do that. And I should have done that. And I wish I did. But that's the only thing I'll say. Be open to people, man. Okay. Rizzy? Yeah, let's make it one instead of three. Let's just stick to one. Rizzy, what would you say? Mine, mine would be um, to practice patience. Mm. I feel like, yeah, it's fucked me over so many times. Yeah. And it's going to keep fucking me over until I master it. But yeah, have patience. With people, with the choices that I make, and just outcomes that I, I expect. Yeah, that's that's my my well, that's what I tell my younger self. Yeah, I think mine would be don't follow the norm. And even though oh. I've always said um, myself, a lot of us in the group, we don't usually just follow what's the norm. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's very easy in life for to let life dictate what you should and shouldn't do because it's what the norm says. I think sometimes you just go with what makes you happy. Fuck what seems right or what seems like it should be done just do what makes you happy mm. go with that and i think a lot of a lot better choices a lot smarter choices, a lot happier choices would be made if that was the case yeah yeah, yeah that'll be me but yeah thanks for entertaining my you know little talk there no so i was gonna say um i thought about something this week in it about something this week right so i was listening to a a conversation if you will i was on the train and uh it was it was two ladies talking and uh you know as you will you know just mind your own business headphones were dead uh and i heard a conversation regarding you know like this is um, I <laughs> had my ear to the to the combo. Um, so yeah, I heard them talking about essentially one one of the women were talking about their partner, and was essentially saying, um, you know, how they felt as if um, the relationship in and of itself wasn't going where it needed to go because she felt as if the guy had lost interest. Okay. Now, I wanted to ask you a lot with regards to, you know, and it's a great segue from Ed saying that, you know, he's gone on his journey and turning 30 and growing up and, and regardless and whatnot. What do you say is, is interest? Because I feel like that is, that's a term that is changing because of what people compare what they have to. So I was wondering, like, how does a man, how would you perceive interest? Because funny enough, I've never heard guys ever say, oh, my, my missus is losing interest. You know, that's not... Do guys notice when they mislead? Sometimes I feel like the ego stops the man from realising that the old woman has lost interest. Do you mm. know what I mean? 
Okay, expand on that. What do you mean? Like, what 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 about it? You I, feel, I feel like men don't even clock that their woman can has lost interest. Like they just get complacent, complacent, and they just don't see it. But obviously, there's telling signs. But are, are men paying attention like that? Obviously, it's not good to generalize. But mm. I see, I see how a lot of men can go wrong in that department. You know what I mean? And for me, if I was to speak on that, I would say that's both parties' fault because. Yeah, you, should be, you should be looking out for science. It's very important. Mm. But also, if you're not vocalized, if so other part, the partner's not vocalizing that there's an issue. Some people yeah. don't look for science. Some people are just very tell me what it is. Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's even that's a big ask in a relationship. What well, asking someone to communicate how they feel? Like you don't understand how many people I've come across that are just not expressive. They don't even know how to express themselves. It's like, oh, you know, I'd rather go for peace by just keeping quiet. Like, people will sit in like a 10 year relationship and just keep quiet just for peace sake. Comfortability, isn't it? Yeah, that, that, that sounds that sound like a nightmare to me. I'd rather be single with no kids than be in a relationship for 10 years with someone who can, can, can't be expressive. Mm. You know what I mean? Would it be. It's true because for me, but. Do you think that's the case? You don't want to. You don't want to go to the other extreme where there is it's constant expression, where it's just like, yo, are you trying to break my head? Like it's every single thing that you can't, you need to express to me. Like, Obviously, there's a time and place. Do you know what I mean? But mm. you need to know. You have. To, I feel like it's vital to be on this on on a, the same or similar frequency as your partner. Yeah, so of course. If 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 you have one perspective and they have a completely different one, where you look at things. Not even perspective, I don't know if that's the right word, but you're just not on the same frequency. That can mm. that will cause issues. And the longer it takes to align, yeah, the worse. It might be harder to fix it. Actually, it won't be not the worse it'll be, but it'll be more chat like more of a challenge to fix it. Do you know what I mean? I hear that. I think one of the biggest things I took away when I when I heard that conversation is like, why are you telling your friend? And why why wouldn't you just tell your partner? I think then, as, then, and then, then the real issue is why can't you communicate that to your partner? No, I mean, I think you're brazen on that one. People always, your friend is the person people can talk to, man. No, 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 no obviously, but like... But that's the uh, issue. That's the issue, though. Mm, why but, no, but sometimes you might be asking your friend for advice. What can your friend tell you if you, like, if you think your man's well, not interested? No, because some things are delicate, you know? Like, for example, people, especially in this world, like you said, like Rizzy, yeah, people, mm. instant gratification, instant responses, instant feelings. Sometimes you need to explore your feelings and really know what you're going to ask for before you go ask for it. Like, you could be feeling like, oh, yeah, we're losing interest. Then that person could just be in their own zone, going through their own stuff. Next month, they're back on point. Oh, life is good again. You get what I'm saying? And your friend could be the one to say, yo, be patient. What's going on? Like, they can make you see the bigger picture because sometimes people are too into themselves to see the bigger picture. So I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to vocalise to your partner, but sometimes... People are too fast at the same time to vocalize. Sometimes let things marinate, see how things are going. You get what I'm saying? Because in relationships, especially, you, there's ups and downs. There could be a time I could be in my own world because I'm going through shit that I'm not ready to explore or work or whatever. So I'm not giving that attention. I'm not as attentive. We haven't got the same interests. I'm more short fused. Then it might get resolved and I'm back to, you know, great, be, be happy. Or my, the person might even realize on their own. So sometimes I don't think it's always great to just jump and say this is how I'm feeling. Sometimes you know, give people a chance, see what, see the bigger picture. 
I guess so. Um, I think I think it's it's a tough conversation to have with a guy, man. Honestly, like if you man were on the receiving end of someone your partner coming to you and saying, "I don't feel like you're interested in me," you know, sometimes the automatic thing to do is just go on the defensive. That like, what do you mean? I, I thought I thought she was his interest. No, she was saying that basically she feels that relationship's not going anywhere because it's like she feels there's a lack of interest there in it. And then all of a sudden now she, uh, the way the conversation came across is that it became reciprocal because yeah. I don't know if it was, you know, someone's, so you feel like someone's losing interest in you, then you start Can I pause for a second, yeah? Melly, yeah. you really eavesdropping on this convo, you know, because you're giving us bare details. Bro, <laughs> man's telling us how she felt. Man was, was looking away and he had his air. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this guy was involved. He's like, yeah, but I could tell from how she. My Uber, driver, my Uber drivers do that. <laughs> um, they look like they're focusing on the road, but then they're not. Well, really, I'm surprised you didn't jump in yourself. And be like, nah, man, don't. Uh, I just said, this guy, got, said I said, I got, I got a podcast. You know, I'm gonna use it. Nah, don't worry. But um, <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you. I think it's a very tough ask to go and tell someone like, oh, I feel like you're losing interest, and someone will get defensive. But let's be honest, I do feel like, I can only speak for men as a guy myself, mm. I feel we do go through phases where maybe we lose, not lose interest, but we're not as interested as we once were, or we, we go through phases where we're up and down. Um, and I think women are more likely to gain interest as the relationship goes in. They kind of fall in love more. Mm. It's what I see or I perceive. Uh-huh. Whereas guys can sometimes get a bit more stagnant or go through phases. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I won't lie as a guy I'll say guys are more guys like new shiny toys more like we get gassed by new more than you know what I'm saying but we have yeah. moments I'm not saying that but I'm just saying like where I feel like women the longer things go the more into it they get yeah mm. I think as guys we have moments that hit us and like this is great we have reminders if that makes mm. sense that's how I think uh, anyways I, I hear you I guess I think pivoting I think it's a generational thing because the new the new people, the the younger lot, or not even the younger lot, just I think a change in psychology due to the media that we consume now is, you know, I don't think any gender uh, has a preference in how long it goes. I see people dating for a year and, you know, just like that, they can drop it just like that. I don't think there's that whole... I know what you're saying about that women tend to get more invested more as more as time goes, but I feel like that's a practice that's gone. I don't think that even happens anymore. Um, you know, we've laughed about on this pod before, of like, you know, different scenarios whereby, you know, you can go from, oh, we love each other to like, oh, what happened to my man? My man's gone replaced by my man too. You understand? So it, I do feel like that interesting is like, it's kind of like chasing, it's like chasing your tail type of thing. Like you're trying to get that first date energy. And I'm saying that shit is fleeting. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, like, I don't know, man. Obviously, everyone views relationships as, as like I don't know. We don't look. I don't think we all have the same perspective on how we view a relationship or how we want a relationship to be. But sometimes I feel like, like, do people actually get into relationships and try and replicate what they see on in films and TV? Because I don't know. I just feel like, okay, we as we know, TV is never real, and who designs what is you know appropriate and not appropriate mm. in a relationship i feel like you learn 
things from TV. Sometimes you can get into a relationship and have an expectation or you want things a particular way, but have you been manipulated to think that way because of the, the show you watch or the programme you watch? Do you know what I mean? But then so, my question to you would be, can you blame them if that's the best example you got? True. If you be real with it, yeah? I, can't I don't blame you, you, but... Boy, that's peak, still. No, but think about it. I can't, I can't speak for everyone, but how many people around you can you say have great examples of great relationships with them from their parents, cousins, aunties, all that stuff? So if their best example is TV, regardless of where it goes, regardless if they recognise it or not, they might be, what's the word, subconsciously using that to determine what a great relationship looks like because that's all they have as an example. That is the equivalent to me as a man using porn as a... But bare man have done man. that. But, but that's bad in for yeah, relationship. That was a whole problem. For you, do you get what I mean? For you, for you, for you to say that this is, what I've, this is where I've learned um, sex from, I'm gonna take it from porn and, and and use that in my relationship. This is acceptable with my relationship because this is what I like and this is what I've watched and whatnot. That's bad. This it's not good. And I feel like that's the same thing with with marriage and relationships. People literally try and re- replicate what they see on TV and from celebrities. And I hear you on that, Rizzy, fully. And that's scary. I'll but then you know, what humans. That. One thing, humans, we actually learn from experience. And from what's around us. And that's mm. the issue. If we don't have great, well, I don't know, just role models or life experience, you're going to take yeah. what's around you. You get what I'm saying? And you know what? That's, that's, I get it. I get, I get why human beings do that. You but think so? I don't, I don't, I don't see a lot of women. I don't see it. I get it. You literally copy what you see, you know, same way, you know, you see, like that's why that's why brands exist you know they they put themselves in your face and then you're you're subconsciously manipulated to 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 want the the brand you, you know you see a chocolate and then next thing you know you're craving the chocolate that's yeah. just the way things work we copy what we see i didn't um, see a lot of, i didn't I didn't, I didn't see a lot of women copying beyonce taking back jay-z like i didn't like no there, there wasn't an uptick <laughs> there wasn't an uptick in in women suddenly being like you know what uh, I do, I'll give I you an example. You. I'm just saying, yeah, whatever Melly just says by himself, I'm not involved in this conversation. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just, I didn't see no, how particular men was, all do, do it as well. So, for example, like, I don't know, I feel like... Um, what do you think? But, what, so, people got... So, what? Men saw Will Smith saying, oh, I'm going to let my missus get ploughed by August Alcina and be no, like, you know what? Actually, ways, you like, know, my missus... In other ways, what? In other ways, you, like, a lot of black men try to look like rappers. They, they Their favourite rapper. Let's let's be real. Let's well, be real. A, that's a certain subgenre. We say that, and then here's Edward. No, Lula. it's not a do rag basketball top. I'm a captain by what I'm saying. A lot of black men try to replicate the image of rappers. Uh, for me, I'll just say you could say that's true, but I would also say that, like Rizzy was saying, even if you forget about um breaking down to class, I'll just say like anything in the media, everything that you see around you, people try to emulate it because they see that as some kind of whether it's success yeah. or the highest form or whatever. People, it's that example, even simple going back to what we're talking about. People watch my wife and kids, they think that's the type of family I want. Can you blame them? It was fun, loving, yeah, yeah. enjoyable. You know, Can you blame them to try and replicate perfect them? Example, perfect example. I, you know me, I swear to God on God, yeah. you see Carl, the dad, his name's Carl, right? Yeah, Carl, yeah. I'm like, that's yeah, Michael Carl, that was it. Yeah, Michael Carl. Yeah, that's how I want to be as a father. Like, 
she had the relationship he had with his children. That's yeah. how man wants to be. I was like, this is cool. This is sick. Like, man, they get that. So this is what I want to <laughs> yeah. be like. I mean, yeah, same. So we're all manipulated by them, by, by, you know, what we see on TV. No, I think. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. But when it comes to like uh, your standards in relationships and that, I feel like it's very dangerous when uh, the media, like you, the media manipulates you. It can cause problems. You know what I mean, oh, it's literally the equivalent to like uh, my expectations from sex is what I I, I see in porn. But that, that's and been that's a real. Different. That's that's been an actual real issue. Like the same way that like. People have hundred percent like the same way people have body dysmorphia issues like proper right now body mm. dysmorphia for both genders is crazy because you got people yeah. that I think I think um if you see like if you're if you're a guy you'll see maybe like um uh, gym models etc cetera, etc cetera. you're like oh shit like I need to stop eating this and doing that or you know taking growth home like people actually like commercializing steroid use. The same way where, mm. you know, flying out to Turkey to get your ass done is 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 not out of the realm of possibility now. You know what I'm saying? So the norm is shifting. Now you're like, oh, like, a guy would look at, I don't know, a music video and say, yeah, women should look like that. And it's mad. that's mad to me. Yeah. Because if you, I think I was, I was saying to someone in the barbershop one time, that if you look at music videos, even in their 2010s, the women are built completely differently. Mm-hmm. You would think it's a whole, yeah. It was it's completely different. Like all the women in you know the Puff Daddy videos back in the two thousands or Biggie video, they don't look like. And you would think is that a whole different? Did it, was there a human evolution when people just start getting thick? No, it's it's different. It's a different. It's a different time. It's a different place. And that's why I just think you're right, man. Sometimes when you just have that that constant thing of letting you know the p the whatever you consume kind of reinforce that, oh, this is what I need. You're going to get that. Yeah. You're going to get that. Yeah, 100. Yeah. Anyways, lads, I think we should round up. Uh, keep it a quick one. We're back in the studio next week, or well, this week with Arma. She's back, you know what I'm saying? Be a sweet one, sweet one. More energy, more more vibes you get. But, um, I love it. I'm as well. She's actually been missed, man. I definitely missed her on the pod. Yeah, 100. Me too, man. You know what I'm saying? But um, as usual, we want to thank the listeners for caring to support us, man. I won't lie. Someone for like myself, sometimes it is hard to keep going, but we appreciate the love and support. You know what I'm saying? So keep sharing, keep supporting, keep coming to us with feedback. You get um, signing out. Ed. Rizzy, thank you for listening. Melly. You get podcast. You get. <laughs>